Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. having a fantastic day. I am so excited about today's episode because I am going to dig into a couple of the things that I learned from the women's event that I attended a couple weeks ago, Empower Her Live. We're going to dig into the crazy ton of notes I have on my phone (laughs) and just kind of break it down a little bit because that event was life-changing. And I think what it boils down to is that I realized that I have just barely begun my journey on digging into the great power and potential within me. And that could be seen as like, <laughs> dang, that's that's depressing. Like, look how much further you have to go. But I actually don't see it that way. I see it as more of like this beautiful, unfolding, unfurling journey ahead of me. And I'm just really, really excited and so grateful to have learned everything I learned, to connect with everybody that I connected with and to continue my journey, not only by myself, but also with you. Side by side, we are hiking up this mountain (laughs) to embrace the power and potential within us, right? Because this is a come with me podcast. It's not a look at me, I've got it all figured out kind of a podcast. So I'm just so excited to continue to dig into my personal journey, but to also do this with you, right? Because we are in this together. So let's dig into some of these notes that I've got from Empower Her Live. And we are going to start with Amber Lillystrom, who was one of the first speakers that we heard. And let me tell you, she said so many beautiful, so many mic-dropping things. But one of the biggest things that stuck with me was this. Every morning you look in the mirror, you're looking at a miracle. And that made me uncomfortable. (laughs) I can't even lie to you right now. It made me uncomfortable because I have spent my entire life feeling ordinary, like wanting to be extraordinary, but feeling really ordinary. Like I'm like, no, I'm run of the mill. There's nothing special about me, right? And, you know, coming from a small town in the Midwest, like I loved where I came from. I still love where I came from, but there is a sense of crippling humility that comes from from living in small town Midwest, right? And maybe you listening in can connect to that. But coming from that background, coming from such crippling humility really does seep into your brain and make you think like, oh, I can't think of myself as great. I can't think of myself as a miracle because that's too haughty. That's too cocky. That's just too much, right? So hearing her say, you are a miracle. When you look in the mirror, you're a miracle. I was like, oh, like squishing around in my chair, like, okay, like I really want to believe that, but it's just really hard to believe that, right? And so she gave a bunch of science, a bunch of stuff behind it. And slowly but steadily, I was like, damn, 
I am a freaking miracle, right? And then she went into all this stuff about how like, you know, the miracle of all of us being miracles, being in this room at this time all together was a whole other, you know, miracle in and of itself. And it was just like, wow. And that really, really moved me. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that I needed to be in that room to hear that message, to feel uncomfortable for a second, and to then just really like sink into it. Because believing, you know, all these years I believed I'm ordinary, I'm nothing special, like I'm just a person, you know, that's been hurting me. It's been one of the many blocks between me and the amazing wealth of power and potential within me. So I needed to hear that I am a miracle. I needed to confront the fact that for many, many years I have thought the opposite (laughs) in order to take another giant step forward in my journey to, like I said, embrace the power and potential within me to become the woman that I need to become to impact, you know, the publishing industry, to take it even further than the publishing industry, to impact literacy, to create college scholarships, to do all these things that are so much greater than me, so much greater than the publishing house itself, and to just really change the freaking world, right? And it all starts with me, with you, with the woman next to you, believing that we truly are a miracle. And if we don't, there's going to be a consequence, right? Not just for ourselves and our self-image and how we show up in the world, but also for the impact we could have on other people, right? If I don't sink further into my greatness, like I said, I might not be able to impact literacy. I might not be able to impact education for women. And I am not okay with that, (laughs) right? Um, and this is not to say that I walk around all day, every day feeling like I'm a piece of crap, right? Like I don't, <laughs> I've, I have taken significant steps, um, in my personal growth journey to believe that I am capable, to believe that I do have power and potential in all of these things. But hearing Amber talk about being a miracle and just really like realizing that I'm still resisting it has made me realize that I have to do some more inner work to get me closer to my goals and to where I want to be. And that is just such a gift. It's such a freaking gift. So I hope that this message resonates with you too. So that's Amber. We're moving on to Trent Shelton. And oh my God, (laughs) I could sit here and record a podcast on Trent Shelton and everything I learned from him for probably like hours and hours and hours. But one of the biggest takeaways for me from his talk was this. Your vision is made specifically for you and other people can't see it in the way you see it and it's not made for them. And then when we take off the glasses, we get confused because we're not seeing through our glasses. So that might sound a little confusing (laughs) or be a little bit confusing without the context, but basically the premise of Trent's talk was that we each have our own unique vision for our lives and for our goals. And it's not going to make sense or potentially not going to make sense to someone else. And when we share our goals and our vision for our lives with other people, we, you know, are then naturally subjected to their opinions and their ideology and how they see life and how they think goals should be. And then that's when we're subjected to shoulds and should nots and all this stuff and all this advice, right? That might be solicited or unsolicited. (laughs) And when we do that, then we risk um, being 
kicked off of our intended plan, right? So we take off the glasses that are meant for us and we put on somebody else's glasses and then like Trent says, we're going to get confused. We're going to feel lost. We're going to feel full of doubt because we took off our glasses and we put on someone else's. And because we're all unique individuals, we're not going to think about life and our goals and our life plans in the same way. And so that's when confusion and doubt and all these things like sink in. It's when we stop looking at life through our lens and we start looking at it through someone else's. And don't get me wrong, like other people's opinions and advice and perspective is really important, but we cannot let it derail us. We cannot let it take off our glasses because that's when we get off the path. That's when we make decisions that are not in alignment. And that's when we start to live a life that feels like an obligation and a chore rather than something that should light us up like a Christmas tree from the inside out, right? Hopefully you are picking up what I'm putting down here. Um, But I really needed to hear this message from Trent and maybe you need to hear it too because it is so easy to get knocked off the path that we know in our gut, in our heart, in our soul, that's right for us. Because it doesn't look like what other people expect. It doesn't look like what other people want for us. And that is a tough place to be in. But we can't live our lives for other people. We only get one shot, one chance at this life. And to take off our own glasses and to put on somebody else's glasses and to live a life where you're just like, like walking around, just like completely confused and not being able to see clearly, like that sucks. That's not right. You don't deserve that. I don't deserve that. The woman next to you doesn't deserve that. Nobody deserves that. So your goals and your dreams do not, do not have to make sense to other people. All they need to make sense to is you. And of course, I'm not saying like, screw what everybody else thinks. Like, don't get anybody else's opinion or advice. Like, I'm not saying that. Just take it all with a grain of salt, right? Weigh it against, you know, your vision for your life and use it to make the best decision for you, right? Because, and I'm going to share another Trent quote. I feel like I'm cheating, but I have to share another one. Because if we don't take other people's advice with a grain of salt, then this is how life is going to end up for us, right? Where Trent says, don't smile for the camera and then die behind the scenes. That is so powerful because I sure as hell don't want to live a life like that. And I know that you don't either. So to tie up what Trent said in a nice, neat little bow here, always come back to yourself. Tune out the noise around you. Who cares what you know, that person thinks, who cares what the other person's doing on Instagram? What do you want? What feels true and authentic to you? And that brings me to the next speaker who was Chris Harder. And he dropped so much tough love (laughs) and so many crucial, crucial things. And so um, there were two things that uh, I took away from him. Well, like more than two, but I'm just going to share two here. Um, And one of them was accountability is everything. And I feel like it speaks for itself. But when it comes to our goals and our dreams, like we have to loop people in. We absolutely need to share it because I think sometimes in our society, we have this inclination to like keep it close to our chest, right? Like, oh, have to keep it a secret. Can't tell anybody, right? But when we do that, we're giving ourselves permission to give up 
to fail, to quit on ourselves, even though it is aligned. And I say that from a from a place um, of having done it before, right? Like I know that's like a really tough love to think, but I have done that before. I have written, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I have started a bajillion novels and haven't finished a single one of them, right? And it's because I didn't tell anybody. I started to, to write novels, I think when I was like 16 and I am 32 now and I haven't finished a single one. And it's because I didn't have accountability. It's because I was keeping it so close and so um, away from the, the public eye, I guess you could say, because I was like, oh, I need to make sure that I quote unquote succeed before I can share it with anybody. But really, that is the thing that was preventing me from succeeding. I need to needed to <laughs> loop other people in on my vision, whether that was a parent, a friend, a sibling, like even a professor, like why not, right? Like looping other people in on our vision keeps us accountable. It makes it so that we cannot quit on ourselves, especially when it is aligned. And even though I feel like I know this intuitively and like consciously that accountability is important, it's important to loop people in, it's important to call your shot in a public way to keep yourself accountable, I realized (laughs) that I needed to be in that room to hear that message from Chris Harder because I was not following that advice that I know to be true, that I know is good and is really beneficial when it came to writing my own memoir. So I've written one book, um, Power Within Her Guide to Journaling. You can check out the show notes if you want to Um, see what that book is all about. And I am currently writing my second book, which is a book on transitions that I'm writing with uh, Diana Keller and then Emily Halderman. And it's very exciting. I will have more details for you about that here soon. So I have those two books. One is underway, one is done. And then I also have a third book, which is my own personal memoir. And like I realized that I have been keeping that book really close to my chest. Like nobody else knows that I'm writing that book. Um, My husband knows, right? (laughs) And there's like a handful of people um, that also know that I am writing this book. But I need more accountability. I need more skin in the game. I need to really call my shot publicly to make sure that I follow through on this book. Because it is a book that means so much to me. It's it's going to be the brave book that I write in my entire life. I already know that. Um because it requires a whole new level of vulnerability and like that's like a whole other story. <laughs> but point is that I needed to hear Chris say accountability is everything so that I step into ownership of this goal of writing this memoir, right? So here I am on the podcast calling my shot. I'm going to post about it on Instagram. Like I'm going to take the steps I need to, to hold myself accountable because I know that my memoir, that the story I'm going to tell in my memoir is a book that some young woman needs to hear. And so I need to show up for myself so that I can show up for her to make the impact that I want to make. And I can't do that (laughs) if I keep that book close to my chest. So accountability is everything. I need to act on that. 
And if I need to act on it, maybe you do too. Maybe there's something in your life that you're sitting on and not telling anybody about, but you're also not really making a lot of progress on it. And you're just like, damn it. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Megan. I now need to make sure that I'm more accountable than I have been already. And to that, I say, good. I'm glad. Welcome to the club. It's a good thing to loop people in on our dreams because it means that we care on a whole new level. It's so easy to keep it to ourselves, but so much amazingness can happen when we loop other people in. And then the other thing that Chris Harder talked about that I want to touch on really quickly is how our words and our actions sometimes conflict. And he talked about it specifically when it came to supporting our loved ones and our significant others. But I I needed to hear that more in terms of like myself, how what I say and what I do needs to be in alignment and connected. Because let's be real, as an ambitious woman, sometimes it is so easy to say, this matters to me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I swear that this thing is a priority and then all we do is say those words. We don't actually like act on them. (laughs) So for example, maybe we say like, oh yeah, my health is important, but every day we don't work out. We don't move our body and we don't fuel it in the way that we know we need to, right? Like that's a direct moment where our words are in conflict with our actions and it was just such another tough love moment where I was like okay I really need to make sure (laughs) that what I say and what I do is in alignment especially when it comes to health and to managing stress and taking steps toward creating a very different future for Roger and I and so again it was just like one of those like gut check tough love moments and I was like yep I really need to make sure to actually make this stuff a priority I need to actually meditate in the morning I need to use the tools and tips I have in my tool belt to manage the stress to manage the anxiety to manage the overwhelm because if I don't if I just say oh I need to do that I need to make sure to to meditate I need to make sure to manage the stress then all I'm doing is giving it lip service I'm not actually acting on it so since coming back from empower her live like I've been so good <laughs> at meditating and really managing um, the stress in that way that one small way and it's been huge so monumentally huge and it feels so good to be in alignment with words and action because then you don't have that guilt (laughs) that adds another layer of stress, you know, to us, right? So that was really beneficial and I absolutely needed to be in that room to hear that message as well. So those are my takeaways from Amber Lillystrom, Trent Shelton, and Chris Harder. Of course, there were other speakers and I am absolutely going to do another episode where I go into some of my takeaways um, from those people as well and I'm so excited to do so. But until then, I've created a couple of journal prompts that you can use to dig deeper into some of these things that we've talked about here today. So number one, how does it feel to say, I am a miracle? What's your reaction? Number two, what is your unique vision for your life? How do you know when you're in alignment and when you're not? And number three, where could you use more accountability in your life? And are your words and actions in sync? 
And of course, in case you're driving or you're chasing around your tiny human or you're walking your dog and you're like, ah, I cannot write these questions down right now. Uh, don't worry. Of course, I've got them linked below for you in the show notes. So check those out when you do have a chance. And I just want you to know that I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm so grateful that you spent some of your precious time today listening into this podcast. Because I truly could not do it without you. If I did, (laughs) I would just be sitting in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, talking to myself in my office. So thank you so much for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. Stay tuned for the second half of this Empower Her Live recap because I promise it is coming. And to officially close this thing out, I just want to say cheers, freaking cheers (laughs) to this amazing journey of embracing the power and potential within ourselves. We are just getting started and I'm so excited to be in it with you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.